Hello, good day. Welcome to another edition of Gospel Line Teachings. We thank God for another time to look at the Word of God together. I pray that as you open your heart to God's Word, God's Word will transform you in Jesus' name. Amen. So, we'll continue with our study in the book of James. Uh, hopefully, we should finish James chapter 1 today. Uh, last week we looked, we talked about the perfect law of liberty, that God wants us to continue in God's word that makes us free to be obedient to it. Praise the Lord. Today we want to look at the matter of religion, vain religion and pure religion before God. James chapter 1 verse 26. If any man among you seem to be religious and bridles not his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Verse 27. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. Praise the Lord. Yeah, this we this is one of the places where the word religion appears in scriptures. There are about five places where the word religion appears. Um, three was used by Paul, and um, he was using it exclusively to refer to the Jews' religion, you know, Judaism. So religion essentially is a way or manner in which people worship God. And all the activities associated with such uh, manner of worship. Um, of course, James also used it here in James chapter 1. And also in church history, the word religion actually was used to mean Christian faith. So if you read um, church history, maybe many servants of God who have gone ahead and uh, they use religion. They use it in the proper saying that it means their faith in God, their practice of the Christian faith. Or about about less than fifty years ago, I think, or in the in the early twenty-first uh, century, uh, is not twentieth century rather. I think the the meaning of the word religion changed a bit to mean maybe uh, just mere external practice without life okay so as it is today when people have religion don't be religious what they they mean is that don't just uh be involved in external activities of of christianity without the life of god praise god so today we are going to look at actually those two contexts we're going to look at religion without the life of jesus and we're going to look at religion with the life of Jesus. That is the proper way that religion, in quotes now, we actually mean the true Christian faith. And that is the one that will please God. So the scripture says, If any man among you seem to be religious, appears to be religious, but bridles not his tongue, that's the person does not breathe his tongue, he talks anyhow, he talks whatever he likes, he does not allow the Holy Spirit to control his tongue or his temper. Then the person also deceives his own heart, self-deception. 
and also the the person it, what that means is that the, the scripture says that man's religion is vain is vanity and then the scripture now talks about a religion that is acceptable before God, that is pure and undefiled before God. Now, before we go on, let me read the Amplified Version of that same scriptures. Amplified Version says, For if, uh, verse uh, 26, if anyone thinks himself to be religious, piously observant of the external duties of his faith, so this now, external duties of his faith, and does not bridle his tongue, but deludes his own heart. You can see tongue and heart, or heart and mouth. Those are internal, inward grace that comes with faith in Christ Jesus. So, if there is no inward grace, that it starts with conversion, the impartation of the life of Jesus, and somebody is just doing external things, the scripture says that person's religion is Worthless. So this person's religious service is worthless, futile, barren. Praise God. So we see the inward grace, inward conversion, inward transformation by the word of God, which makes a person's life, a person's activities, a person's service to be acceptable before God. So this scripture is telling us that if we see people who seems to be religious, meaning they are observing the external duties, they are whatever they are doing. They are serving God, they are doing what they, they appear to be doing all manner of things. But there is no inward conversion. Their life, the heart is not right in the sight of God. And which is evidenced by the fruit of the lips. Does not breathe his tongue. The person deceives his own heart. Pride is found in the heart. There is lust in the heart. There is evil in the heart. There is ungodly speech coming from the heart. Such person's religion or such person's service, religious service, is vain. That is vain religion. Praise the Lord. Now, the scripture talks about the religion that is pure and undefiled before God. Verse 27 in Amplified says, external religious worship, that's religion as it is expressed in outward acts, that is pure and unblemished in the sight of God the Father is this, to visit and help and care for the orphans and widows in their affliction and need, and to keep oneself unspotted and uncontaminated from the world. Praise the Lord. So we see that this there is now a form of expression of religion that is accepted in the sight of God. And God makes it clear, he says, to, to visit and help and care for the orphans and widows, the needy. So this is an outward expression of inward faith in God. And this is very crucial, extremely crucial, because your faith in God, your heart's attitude, your right standing with God, your inward conversion, that is where your faith starts. That is where true religion should start from, that your heart has been converted, you have been imparted with a new heart, you have the Holy Spirit within you, that is the beginning of a pure religion and undefiled before God. Then such grace that God has worked in you should manifest in acts of kindness and compassion and goodness. Please do not be mistaken. 
Don't say, oh, you are a child of God. You have been converted. You believe in God. You are filled with the Holy Spirit. And you are not doing the will of God. You are not helping people. You are not doing what God says it's pleased, what God says is interested in visiting the fatherless and widows in the affliction, uh, helping people, and at the same time, keeping yourself unspotted, unstained from the world. So, this God is saying that you have to be inwardly converted. The Holy Spirit must fill your heart, must, your heart must be pure and right in the sight of God, and your acts must show it. Your hearts must show it. And in Matthew chapter 25, Jesus makes it clear to us. You will see that Jesus is not distinguishing between uh, that you have faith to yourself and then your work. Because faith and works, God's work must go together. It is impossible for you to say you believe in God, you are filled with the Holy Spirit, and it does, that does not manifest in your hearts. It's not possible. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 25 that there are people who is going to categorize them into sheep and goats. What did he say? If you read from verse 31, talking about the judgment, and you see the sheep and the goats divided. And Jesus says, verse 33, And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. Naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came out. These are good deeds. But good deeds born out of faith in God. If this good deeds, somebody is doing all this without faith in God, without inward conversion, that's still vain. That's still vanity. But once you believe in God, Christ is living in your heart. This thing must manifest also in your life. So, again, Jesus told them when they said, when did we do all these things? Jesus says, inasmuch as you have done this, this to the least of my brethren, you have done it unto me. So, whatever we are doing to the poor, to the needy, the orphans, widows, we are doing it to Jesus. Jesus takes it personal as if we are doing it unto him. And the guilt of the goats on the left side is that they didn't do that. Then he says to the, those on the left, deep, on the left hand, depart from me, you caused into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no meat. I was thirsty, you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, you took me not in. Naked and you clothed me not. Sick and in prison and you visited me not. And they will say, when did we do the, all these things? He says, inasmuch as you didn't do it to the least of this, you did not you did it not to me. So Jesus takes a record of our actions and inactions. And he's going to judge us by that. So if you know you have faith in God, you have been transformed by the grace of the gospel, it must manifest in your good deeds according to the will of God. Praise the Lord. And at the same time, you must keep yourself unspotted from the world. The inf you must not allow the influence of this evil world to stain you, to rubbish your life. You must not allow your faith in God to be squeezed and ma manipulated and destroyed. Praise the Lord. So as you do this, the Lord will be pleased with you and your life will be pure and undefiled before God. 
Praise the Lord. So, thank you very much for listening. I pray that all that we are learning we will be obedient children of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you.